The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. Liverpool Live! It's Sunday, 6pm. Good pre-evening. You're listening to The Lads on Liverpool Live. I'm Dickie Mint. I'm Andy. And today we've got a special guest. We've got Les. Hello, guys. Good evening, Les. Hello, the lads. That's it. That's it. Why either, lads? You better give Les his full title. Les Stewart, the education guru. That's the one. That's the (laughs) one. That's how we're having it. You good, Les? Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. How are you, lads? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit knackered. Being in here with Dickie Mint again. What's, what's the problem with that? I don't know. <laughs> you stuck with me every Sometimes you've like... got one of them faces where you just get... Mm. I know, I get told The that. grief you were giving me to get in the studio when we had... Oh, he's taking his time, people, getting into the studio today. Me and Les were like, we're oh, going oh. to be late tonight. This isn't good. Yeah, this is not yeah. good. So we are going to be talking everything education uh, with Les. We've got some... Well, I'm going to say I've got gripes. Andy's got some gripes. I've got some fun questions. Can I just say this is not prepared? I am not... Oh, we know. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I am not ready for any of this. We had Aaron on last week, and he kept going, don't you ever do your research? Like, that's why we bring you on. So you could do the research for us. That's it. The one thing about this show is we like to, uh, we like to just throw things at, oh. uh, at the guests yeah, uh, yeah. unexpectedly. But obviously, you are the educational guru, so you should know everything, Les. Uh, you will be marked on this out of ten. We've also got some great music chosen by me. Uh, and for those of you who think this show is just thrown together... It's not, because the first three tracks are all school-related. Hey, so we've got man. music from the Beatles, Pink Floyd, but first we've got Schools Out for Summer by Alice Cooper. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Helping you deal with mental health problems in a more positive way. Liverpool Live! Welcome back to The Lads. That was Schools Out for Summer. You joined... I was rocking to that. You were rocking to that. That's what confused me then. <laughs> so I'm Andy. Dicky Mint's still here. Hello. And Les Stewart, oh, our yeah. education guru, still here. Um, I hate that word, guru, but okay. let's what, stick what with it prefer? for the Superstar. Um, I don't know. I'll think about that, Andy. Thank we'll, you. We'll go the whole government way and call you the education sir. That's it. Yes, that's what <laughs> yeah, we'll not, go not with. Not barren people. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll go with Sar then. Education are like that. Okay, so... Do you want to start with your statement? Because I know Andy's got a bit of a gripe. So we're going to well, do this in a good way. We could way. start with my one, but my one could take a while. Oh, could it? Okay. Well, look, I've got a couple of questions. Uh, uh, and obviously, as you know, me and Andy are both parents. Indeed. Uh, my little lady is in primary school, just started her uh-huh. first year. Yeah. Yours... She is in year eight of secondary school. Yeah, it's been a while since me and Andy have been in secondary school ourselves. Uh, well, you long more so than me. Yeah, only just. And, and, and me longer than both of you. Phil looks the oldest. I'll buy that. <laughs> but I've got a couple it's of questions. So, well, a bit of grey coming through. I know. I'm, 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 not, I'm ten days over dying my beard. Don't worry, oh, I'll sort that out tomorrow. Every uh, week we mention that he's dying his beard every week, and he changes his chest because he's got grey chest hairs. Also. Oh, that's a bad one. I'm getting, I'm getting ribbed already. So it's just the start of the show. Mm. Right, let me ask my questions. Right, so. Mine are the fun type of questions. We did this uh, with Chris uh, a, a while back with uh, uh, over history yeah, uh, yeah. films and stuff. But obviously, school films don't really exist too much. So I want to do it real life school. If when you look at the school education system, like mm-hmm. I said, me and Andy haven't been back in secondary school for probably twenty five years plus. But when you look at it now, Les. 
what do you think is not relevant? Like, I have my opinion on stuff, but in regards to certain lessons, in regards to certain things, like, there's a lot of mm-hmm. things that you hear, um, you know, why are they not teaching uh, about money, uh, yeah, yep. setting up your own businesses, yeah. everything's still structured, as far as I look at it, in an old-school way. But what annoys you, considering you've been in education that long? What are your gripes that you think, that that shouldn't be done, that needs to change? It's not so much what shouldn't be done, it's what we should have been doing years ago, and that is vocational education. Right. Um, you know, we still live... Well, let's put it this way. If, if a person from the 19th... If a teacher from the 19th century came walking into one of our classrooms today, mm. they would pretty much recognise it. They would see children sitting in rows, not all the yeah. time, because they do do group work. They'd see a teacher at the front dictating what the children should know. Yeah. And that hasn't changed in 150 years, basically. The thing we had a chance to embrace, and I know because I was at the forefront of this, about 40 years ago was vocational education. It's huge in Germany. I spent uh, time writing a report from the Chamber of Commerce here in Liverpool. I visited Cologne on a number of occasions looking at what the Germans call their dual system. Mm. Now, in Germany, vocational education is actually, in terms of status, above academic education. Right. So those who do vocational education in Germany are not the leftovers, the can't do Latin, Greek, history or maths. Yeah. They, they are actually, they choose to do it, they are selected to do it. Now we had a chance 40 years ago to embrace that and we, we let it go. I've been teaching vocational education, as well as the academic stuff, I did history, A-level, uh, GCSE and so forth. But I got involved in vocational education because I was fed up seeing young people being underchanged, totally undervalued and underchanged. And it was always, oh, well, let the academics do what they can. And those who can't, they'll do vocational education. And we'll send them off to college for a day, which is what I used to do. I used to take them to a college for a day. And uh, we'll let them get on with BTECs and whatever. And that is my biggest gripe about our system, that all we've concentrated on and still continue to do Mm is the academic, you know, we, when I was at grammar school back in the, the uh, 60s, we were told we were the top 10%, mm. and then somebody said 5%. Well, we're still trying to deal with the top 5%. We're still trying to deal with an academic country, an academic society that no longer exists. Yeah. And it's about time we embraced the other 90% of human beings who don't want to do academia. Mm. They want to, you know, they, they want to make things. They want to do music. They want yeah. to do... And all of the arts are now being marginalised under the current system. And it, it, we're hitting an abyss. We really well, are. Well, that, that was going to be my point, is I don't think that the education system is fit for purpose anymore. I don't think it matches the outside world. Exactly what you just said. Yeah, I, well, I look at what's yeah. going on and how it's changed massively. You know, social media comes into everything, unfortunately, but it's changing the outside world, and I don't feel like the education system is changing with it. It's well, put it this way, when you were in ways. school, did you do woodwork? I did, yeah. I know plenty of kids, family members that are all in secondary mm-hmm. school. Not yeah. one of them do woodwork. I didn't. I didn't do music, I didn't do art, I didn't do woodwork, but I did do Latin and Greek. Hey, there but you go. That's, I don't understand it because years ago, like years and years ago, woodwork was a big thing, everything yeah, yeah. was handmade. It's all machine-made now, we know yeah. that. But yeah. 
there's still a call for skilled workmen. No, work. more so than ever. Oh, yeah. Joiners, everything. Like my daughter, she's she's clever in ways, but not always academically. Mm. And she wants to make stuff permanently. She wants to make jewellery. Mm. Why don't schools do craft stuff like that for kids that what you need people that design jewelry and make jewelry why not keep if they're interested when they're young why not keep them seen as a waste do you think teachers i don't i'm not saying necessarily teachers but the powers above are exactly what you said no we stick to what we know what works what's built britain and it stays like that and if you want to do that after you go to college but then it's a case of you get to that point i think when they leave secondary school and you find your own way, mm. and there's no support. Some parents don't have a lot of money to fund that's right. things. That's right. And I think that's lost where you've got that free element in secondary school to start doing that, at least in the final couple of years. Well, and the other thing is, by the way, taking up Andy's point, what he's talking about is not, not just like the craft stuff in itself, it's fun. And the mm. fun has gone out of secondary education, in my view. I've spent a lot of time visiting schools, as you can imagine. I'm in primary school. The kids are laughing, they're joking, mm. they're, they're loving what they do, they want to go to the classes, they're loving it. I go into secondary school, and all right, it may be that they're adolescents and whatever, but uh, it's boring. boring, it ain't yeah. fun. And it, it's about time we brought the fun back into education, and a lot of the fun stuff, the practical stuff, the get-your-hands-on-it stuff, went, has mm. gone. And since Gove introduced his English baccalaureate, which I refuse to call an English baccalaureate, it's the Gove baccalaureate, this idea that you've got to study purely academic subjects. Um, it, again, we're harking after a past that is gone. Let it go. Mm. You know, let's move forward. Let's move into the future. And it's the sort of stuff Andy's talking about, which is the future. Mm. Simple as that. I'm okay. still a big believer, just before we go to a break, I'm still a big believer in pens, paper and a workbook. Yeah. I, I don't like <laughs> seeing kids with iPads and whiteboards. Yeah, we'll, so. we'll, we'll carry the conversation on after the break. Um, we'll take a quick break and when we come back, we will have another brick in the wall by Pink Floyd. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. Welcome back to the lads. That was another brick in the wall by Pink Floyd. Um, Dicky Mint still here. Hello, Dicky Mint. Hello, um, Andy and Les Stewart. My are... favourite song, by the way. It's, it's it, a... Educationally, I think it's brilliant. Do you know what I like as well? The video. The video is yeah. amazingly yeah, well done. Yeah. You're not seeing it with the no. walking hammers and. No. Yeah. Oh God, I'll show you after. Yeah. Okay. Um, Les is our education sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, so just before the no, break, I feel very Russian. But <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Just before the break, we were talking about keeping school fun, and um, you mentioned the English baccalaureate. Yeah. Now I went to Broad Green once. We done our GCSEs. We done the international baccalaureate. Yeah. And it was amazing. It f- didn't feel like school. It was like you you picked your five subjects. If you got all five subjects, you got a diploma. If you Oh, no, it was worked on points, wasn't it? One to five. If you got the higher points, you got a diploma. If you got the lower points, you got a certificate. Yeah. You got to pick... What it, there was a list of, like, 25, yeah, right. 30 right. subjects, and mm. it, it wasn't like, oh, we only do this. If enough people picked a subject, that subject was done. So mm. I ended up doing business studies, Italian, um, IT, history, and physics slash astrophysics. What school does astrophysics? Now, there's the thing, you see, Andy. On the continent, uh, they widen the subjects the older you get. 
Here, we narrow them down. Mm. Yeah. Here, I mean, we've recently, in the last about, well, recently, in the last about 10 years, started doing four. Most children these days will start four A-levels, but then they reduce it to three fairly quickly because yeah. they think it's too much work. But the International Baccalaureate, which is studied abroad, they widen it. So when you finish your, like, 16 and go post-16, yeah. you, you do five, six subjects, as you've just yeah. said. And because they don't believe in narrowing your knowledge, they try to expand it. Mm. Well, uh, I, I didn't end up getting the diploma because I sort of messed my Italian up. So on my Italian exam, I'd done a third of it in Italian. I'd done five years doing French. So a third oh. of it was in French. And for some unknown reason, a third of it was in Spanish. <laughs> I've never done Spanish. <laughs> but I've got a good example of how keeping school fun helps children learn. Go on, then. You do one passage of Romeo and Juliet. Roll it off now. Romeo, Romeo, where for that Romeo? No, that's one sentence. Oh, no, do you, oh, is it? I can't remember. That's one sentence. <laughs> right? Your favourite song, you know word for word. Yeah. And that's because you enjoy listening to it. Yeah. How many songs can you say that you can roll off your tongue, you know word for word? It's mm. hundreds and hundreds of songs. Mm. If school was fun and kids were enjoying it, they'd remember them lines of text and they'd remember it. Because it's not that you're remembering the song, you know the song. There's a difference between remembering mm. and knowing. And if, you, if you're going into an exam just with stuff that you remembered, once the exam's finished, your brain automatically goes, I don't yeah. need that anymore. Mm. And it goes. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 off air, we were talking about me, and I know um, Dickie Minty mentioned... Um, about having a notepad and a pen. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, get it. But I have seen over the years, guys, textbook after textbooks in... Uh, sorry, exercise books in piles. Yeah. So a young person spends five years, if they leave at 16, let's say, and move on to somewhere else, writing stuff down in an exercise book, which they then just throw away. Do you not look, though? Because we had, I think we had this conversation with Chris, didn't we, yeah. from uh, a couple of weeks back. My yeah. point with that... And I get what you mean, but I've still got all my old ones. My oh. mum kept them. Uh, you the should loft. get out more. <laughs> you really should go out more. But it's one of those where I always think kids need to look back at what they, where the teacher might. So my little one's got, uh, she has a whiteboard. Mm -hmm. And she's only four and a half. But yeah. you give her a whiteboard to write a name. But yeah. I want a textbook because I want to see where where her learning capability <laughs> and what weeks have changed and so she can look back and go, oh, well, it, it took me that long to do this. And it's weird now watching my little girl learn to read. And I'm, yeah. it, it's amazing watching a young person learn. Like, I get excited about watching my little girl learn stuff, but I do worry moving forward, like, what are the state... like? Where do you think the schools are going to be in like fifty years' oh. time? What state is it going to be? Well, in? What, yeah, yeah. How is it going to move forward? Yeah. Is it going to? I don't think it's changed. You know, that's what we're discussing now. I don't think it's changed enough, me. Uh, but yeah, textbooks. I'm I'm old school. I, so, I think they need to look back at it. I agree with you. The issue we've got at the minute is the time we're living in. So the reason why they're not getting textbooks is number one, cost. Yeah, true. It costs the school. Number two is sustainability. Mm. If you think about it, there are currently, I've just Googled it, 10, 10,320,811 full-time and part-time pupils at schools in the UK. If you say, yeah, uh, on you average, in, in, when I was in school, mm. you go through three exercise, exercise books per class yeah. Yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, yeah. How many lessons do you have now? Is it 10? 10 different yeah. lessons, isn't it? So you're talking 30 bucks. No, look, I get it. I mean, I use an iPad sometimes at home with my little yeah, yeah. girl, and it's it's the ease of access with all the apps of learning mm-hmm. apps that you can... It, but I just, you just get worried that this, you know what she said to me, only four and a half years old the other day, when, when can I have a phone? I was like, don't yeah, no. ever so, say that to me. But the thing is, I'm with you on this. If you go and touch something and it's hot, mm. you learn from that and you won't go and do it again. Mm. If you write something down on a whiteboard and get it wrong and it gets wiped off straight away, nine times out of 10, you're going to make that mistake again. If you've got something to look back and go, right, I know I've done this before, Let's have a look how I've done it. Oh, that was wrong. I won't mm. do it that way again, yeah. and you'll do it the right way. Do, do you know, I mean, I'm, I'm with you all the way, um, and, and while you're still in the institution you're in, yeah. then having an exercise book to look at to, to, you know, review your mistakes or whatever, great. It's when you leave. Now, now you may say, well, all right, it's not relevant when you leave. The thing I'm always amazed by is the number of people who are stopped on the street by news programmes and whatever, and they're asked something, and they go, oh... I think we did that at school, but mm. it's lost knowledge. It's gone. It's yeah. disappeared. Yeah. And I think think of the hours that were spent filling in those exercise books, yeah. which are then just dumped in a corner, thrown in a bin, and and the knowledge is gone. It doesn't stay in people's heads for very yeah. long. It really doesn't. Well, put it this way: I I done astrophysics and um, international baccalaureate. Unless you're going into aeronautical engineering or anything like that it's going to be completely useless or you're brian may yeah or you're brian may about four or five years ago i got a telescope and it wasn't an all sing and dancing one it was a manual one you had to move it and because of the physics and the astrophysics i created this sounds like really geeky i created a weighted system so that i could point it at a star and the way the star moves the weights would fall at different points and it would guide it it with it now it's pointless, but I learned that because I enjoyed doing that. Our teachers always made our lessons fun. No, you see, it's not pointless because you're still living it. I am, but... Yeah, it's, it's lived on, whereas a lot of the stuff we learn at school at the moment mm. doesn't live on. It dies. When you leave, it dies with you. Yeah. You know, it's like quoting... I'm not saying you shouldn't do Shakespeare. I did. I, we did Hamlet and Coriolanus and whatever. But but at the end of the day, it dies. Yeah. You know, people tend not to pursue it any further. They tend not to go. How many young people who have done Romeo and Juliet, which is the, the big one, still there? Yeah. If you did that, still there these days. Apart from going to see it when you're at school because they drag you there because that's what you're going to do. How many young people go to see Shakespeare when they leave school? I wonder. Well, I love Shakespeare. I can understand all I the English. Think, and I everything. do too, to be fair. And the reason why... You're both geeks. No, the reason why <laughs> is my English teacher. I had the same English teacher all the way through um, senior school and doing the International Baccalaureate. His name was Mr Buckley. Mm-hmm. And he used to say to us, you, the kids are his little budgerigars because he wants us to succeed. And that's always stuck with me. He was an amazing teacher. I think he's. I don't think he's still teaching now, but he made that's a dad joke fun. To, to suck seed. Yeah, yeah. Like that. that's good. It's good. <laughs> he, he made good. English fun, and it, it's like if yeah, all if the you've teachers got, were right. like him, if, you, if you've got a good if, teacher. Yeah. Right yeah. now, myth number two: what we were told to tell the kids when they came to their options it, now in year nine, in the third year, back in the day, was don't choose a subject because of the teacher. I would say, do Rubbish. choose a subject because of the teacher. Yeah. If the teacher's good, 
the subject will be interesting, you'll learn, exactly. you'll pass the exam. And I never got this, and I never did it. I never said to kids, don't. If, if you like what the teacher's doing and you like the teacher and yeah. they're a good teacher, you will succeed. Well, if you love the subject, the bad teacher will make you hate the subject. But we'll we'll come back to this uh, after the break. Andy, what is the song? Um, we're going to have... Is it an educational one? It is. It's getting better by the Beatles. Good tune. It's great. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. Liverpool Live! Welcome back to the Lads. That was getting better by the Beatles. Les Stewart, our education czar, still with us. Thank you, sir. Dickie Mintz, unfortunately, still <laughs> with us. Hello. <laughs> um, and I'm Andy. Um, so, just before the break, we, we briefly touched on... Um, Care work in schools. We're not going to delve too much into it because I'm not an expert. You're not an expert. No. Les has vast experience of this. I'm, so. I'm a czar. czar. <laughs> so my feeling is, and it might sound, it might be an unpopular opinion, and it's not meant in any malice or mm-hmm. anything. I just think that sometimes some schools do concentrate on certain issues kids have rather than finding out the causes of the issues and fixing it. So mm, the quick sub- fixes. Yeah, quick yeah. fixes. It, Andy, it, it's known in the game as firefighting. It is, it's, mm, it, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, and I don't think that's right. And not only does it do that child at this service, it does the other children in the class at this service. Now, when I was in school, how many people did you have in your class? We probably had about, we probably had less than, in, in class, probably 20, 25. We didn't okay. have that many. I had 12. Yeah, okay. Right, we only ever had 12 kids Ooh. in our classes. I, Apart from A-level, I never taught less than 30. Yeah, the reason mm. being is if there was an issue with a, a child, yep. they weren't kicked out of school, they were moved, and they were moved into a, I, I want to say a specialist class, but they were moved into that class. And then nine times out of ten, they'd come back two, three, four months later, a different child. Mm. And the reason is they've had that... Them classes weren't that big. There were three, four, possibly five in each class. And that teacher worked with them to find out what the issues were, help them resolve it, and they come back to different people. See, I I look at a school now, and I I know people talk about how the NHS is underfunded and we don't have enough nurses and doctors. I look at secondary schools more so than primary, because I think primary school is not necessarily about learning too much. It's about kids having fun, Mm. learning in a normal way. But I look at secondary schools as hospitals. I cannot get my head around how... So my brother uh, is a head of year in a secondary school. I cannot get around how many children are in the year that one teacher, he's the head of year, he has to deal with all the problems of all these hundreds of children in, in year nine or ten it is. And I don't get... Even even with one teacher teaching 30 children, there's 30 children. There's no way. Grown adults, you have problems. As kids, you have problems. You have issues with parents, yep. with, with inside uh, school, outside of school, worries, everything, especially nowadays. And I don't get how one teacher is supposed to deal with it. So I know what you're saying, but I do feel sorry for teachers where it's like every single child must have a problem. And then they get... Uh, one hour goes and then the next class comes yeah. in. One hour goes, the next class, and it's like, right, I need to report because that child's not been behaving well. 
they've been really upset. Them two were fighting. He's got an issue. She's got an issue. She's just told me something. I, I need to report that. Right, the next one's coming. Then you've got to do the homework. Then you've got to do the marketing. That's then you've got a lesson plan. Everyone gives teachers and goes, oh, they get six weeks off for the summer holidays. They, they probably need six weeks. They actually they don't. don't. Six, I never had six weeks off. Two weeks yeah. max. No, yeah. exactly. And don't forget that um, the pressure on schools is always... GCSE passes, A-level passes, league tables. Yeah, so okay, so right. they, they, I don't say they don't have time, but the perception is they don't have time to deal with peripherals yeah. like personal problems. And don't forget also that your brother, I'm guessing, uh, Dickie Mint, will have trained to teach... What, what's his subject, do you know? Uh, he does... I think he does IT. Right. Well, mine was history. OK, so I, I was trained to teach history. When you get in a school, you know, as I said to you earlier on, that goes out the window and yeah. you're dealing with all sorts. You may get some on-the-job training, but never to the depth that you're going to need. You're going to need specialists. Mm. You know, you need... I did a counselling course 12 months full-time many years ago, and one of the first things I learned when I studied counselling is if you can help someone, and I'm quoting here, you can also harm them. Mm. Whatever you do can make a difference yeah. in their life. And a little learning is a dangerous thing, specifically when you're dealing with a young person's mind and mm. emotions. So you can actually, without the proper training, you can cause more damage. Mm. Yeah. And this is the problem. We don't have enough specialists. And the first thing that goes under a system where you're just dealing with academia is things like pastoral care. Yeah. You know, I need a teacher to teach maths. I can either have that or I can have an expert in pastoral care or I'll have the maths teacher, thank you. Yeah. And that's yeah. how it's not working. This one thing I was going to say, schools have budgets. Yeah. No school should have a budget. A school should go, I need this. Go straight to the council, local authority, go, I need this for this. And they should go, yeah, here you go. If they say no, go straight to the government, government, go, here you go. Yeah, give it to them. never, never going to happen, though, is it? No, it shouldn't. No, no, no. It, it, in the long run, if the schools can provide absolutely everything that every child needs and there's got to be a limit i'm not saying that they're going yeah, to get yeah, four or five yeah, million yeah. pounds every year i don't know how much schools get but a, a lot of money most of it is, is on staff uh, yeah, wages it is by but the way, yeah. if they need more staff give them the money to get more staff yeah you shouldn't be having 30 kids in a class no, no one's going to learn with 30 kids in a class because one kid disrupts it it, if they've got an hour lesson, it takes 10, 15 oh. minutes to calm the kid down. It's they've lost 15 yeah. minutes. And, and by the way, Andy, it's never one. It yeah. could be three, four, yeah, yeah. five. You know. uh, but anyway. Fun question for you both, uh, and it's, it's a simple answer. Yeah. Favourite teacher? Favourite teacher was my English... Well, I had two. Mr Buckley, my English teacher, and then uh, Mr Wright, my... I, uh, IT, who was an IT, he was my PE teacher. Okay, Les. Ellis Clark, who came from Witless, same neck of the woods as uh, as Roy, um, and he coached me rugby. Okay. And I had enormous respect for the man. Right, mine was, I think, Mr. Foster. He was my actual form tutor, but he yeah. also he also taught English, and I didn't enjoy English, but he was that good of a teacher. I started to enjoy English. So, what was your favourite subject, Andy? Um. My favourite subject during normal seniors, if you can call it that, was English and PE. Okay. And Less. then uh, okay. Oh, oh, English and PE. And then in sixth form, it was PE and um, astrophysics. Less. Yeah, on the non-academic side, it was rugby. Um, yeah. And on the academic side, history, I went on to do history at university and taught history myself. 
Mine was mine was PE and art. I loved. Uh, I also liked uh, home economics because I love my food. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go because no, I love see, my home it, economics teacher. Here's another one. Never did it. You know, did one you of the f- no, no, we never did. You see, as I say, the grammar school I went to at the time, yeah. it was Latin, Greek, all the academic stuff. We didn't do woodwork. We didn't do music. Didn't do art. Didn't do um, food technologies. Yeah. It's now called. You know, the stuff that you could be fun. Well, not being funny, you know, they talk about a, 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 a country now of, uh, we've got, you know, obesity killing mm-hmm. uh, more people than anything else. Well, if, if it was taught well in schools and they understood nutritional value, what they can eat, what they shouldn't eat, how to balance diet rather than going, right, it, this is a cooker. It needs to be adequate, I think, in regards to what they are teaching. Why not? Introduce into schools, if it's not already done, things that you really are going to need Mm. when you leave. An understanding of politics. I know it sounds boring, Mm. but people vote in this country with very little understanding of Mm. of why, what, how. Uh, I'm not saying make it heavy, but just how the system works, Mm. even. Um, Food, technology, things like you mentioned earlier, how to manage your money. Mm. God knows, you know, it it just isn't done. Um, You know, the the citizenship uh, part of life... It, it just isn't done. And these are the things that are going to make you or break you mm. when you leave school. Well, before we go to a break, uh, I know Andy's got some fun stuff for after the break. Yeah. Uh, one more question. Would you prefer to be in secondary school now or back in when you were? Oh, that's a crack of a question. Um, now. Now? Yeah. Right, okay. And I think then... I think there's more opportunity now than... than I, I was in a rigid corridor. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be... When I was in secondary school, yeah, I go for. I, I enjoy. I think. My time. I I do think. Mid nineties, early two thousands was an ideal time to yeah, be in secondary yeah, school because we they weren't so much budget restricted. Yeah, two thousand and eight come budget. I, I think. I think we're in. I think we're in secondary school at the right time. By the way, yeah. you said before I left school twenty five years ago. I'll have you know it was twenty years ago. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm not getting into we'll this just argument. Put, put that out there. Mr. Silver Fox. Right, come on, take us so, to the break. Um, By the way, mine was 50 years ago. But I'll just, <laughs> yeah, I'll well, just leave that with you. Before. I'll let you mulch, mulch over that. <laughs> um, yeah, just before we go to the break, um, we did touch on um, mental health with children um, and adults that have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So if you are struggling, you can always go to Talk Liverpool, um, Google their website. They've got lots of information. They can help you with loads of stuff. We've also got Childline. Childline are really good for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to suffer on your own. Let someone know. It always makes things better if you discuss it. And we'll be back after the break. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Helping you deal with mental health problems in a more positive way. Welcome back to the lads. That was Shiver by Ed Sheeran. Dickie Mint still here. Les Stewart, our education, education, education star, is sticking around for a bit. Um, I'm Andy Dev. I don't know why I got my full title then. <laughs> very regal. I'm Andy Dev. We'll have to get our Andrew. photos out soon. Get our photos out soon. Yeah, we will. We'll reveal the stunningly handsome good looks of myself and Andy's I'll just be there. I'll just be in the background. (laughs) Hidden by a palm leaf. (laughs) So, uh, because we're talking education, we've only got four or five minutes left. Um, I thought I'd go through some funny exam questions. I always like these. So, they are funny answers and they're technically not wrong. I do love these. So, the first one was... 
On an exam question, where was the Declaration of Independence signed? At the bottom. At the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the right answer. I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't have a clue where it was signed. I, I wouldn't know. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, that right. wasn't Philadelphia the capital at one point. Yeah. Yeah. See, something did stuck. Oh, stay. there we go. <laughs> if it's Second World War history, give me any of that. First World War, Second World War, I'm fine with that. History, old history now. What ended in 1896? 1895? Oh, oh, that's, oh. I mean, that, that, I'm sorry, that's not going to be sick. Oh. It's definitely my mum in a bad mood, mm. seriously. <laughs> and she'll probably agree with me. <laughs> Briefly explain what hard water is. I don't know. When you dive into it, it gives you a good slap. No. No, no idea. They've just put ice. ice. Oh, hey. Ice. Ah, these are These, these are, are good. These, these are, are good. These are clever kids. Okay. Some atoms share electrons and become more stable. Describe a situation where people share something and everything, everyone benefits. Well, it's definitely not food. Well, uh, share something. Oh, you're going to say something. It's going to be something really soppy, like a problem shared is a problem. No, the no. wages, I don't know. Yeah. No, they, they just put communism. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. These are, these are like very it. ruthless. Like it. What's the next one? Okay, I was uh, right. What happens during puberty to a boy? We, we, we all know this is a bit risky we all know what happens but he's just poor he says goodbye to his childhood and ad, ad, enters adult adultery <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> nearly there yeah, yeah. nearly yeah. there um, to change a centimetre to metres you and then question mark so what do you do to change a centimetre into metres Cross out the C. They put you yeah. take out the centi. Yeah. <laughs> oh good lord! You know what? There was a girl I, I know, uh, and it wasn't in secondary school. It was uh, she was a bit. She was a lot older actually. She was late twenties. I used to play badminton with her ages ago, and she had an exam uh, for a uni. And one of the last questions was uh, write a uh, hundred words or two hundred words or something. Write something about a, a, a situation that. It uh, involves courage, and her answer was doing this now. Literally, just doing this, doing yeah, this yeah, as yeah. in writing nothing. And she got top marks for it. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, I wouldn't give you a top mark for that. I go, that's lazy. <laughs> it says write two hundred <laughs> words, but she literally just put this, and that was it, and didn't write anything else. And yeah. she classed that as being a yeah, yeah. showing courage. Oh, but she got top marks for it, and she passed, like, top, top marks. Brendan saw 17 blue cars and 25 green cars at the toy store. How many cars did he see? And explain your answer. So he's wrote, 17 plus 25 equals 42. Do you know how he explained it? Um, 
I got the answer by talking in my brain and I agreed with the answer that my brain got. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to change the last song um, simply because I've just seen this and it's made me laugh. So the last song was supposed to be Higher Power by Coldplay. Yeah. It's not going to be anymore. What's it going to be? So what is the highest frequency noise a human can register? When you stand on Lego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Go on. Right, well, I've enjoyed today. We're running out of time. Um thank you very much, Les. Brilliant. Thanks, thanks, boys. Um, as always, this will be available as a podcast from Tuesday. Um, we are available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Google. I think what yeah, else? you can also what? go on our website and actually download. Yeah, it as you well. go on the, the website. Cool there's all com. our back. Oh, sorry, I talked over you. Then go on. Right, don't worry. What's the website? LiverpoolLiveRadio.com and the back catalogue of the lads is on there amongst other podcasts as well. Yeah. Don't forget, if you want a mention, if you want to get involved, you can always email us at studio at LiverpoolLiveRadio.com. Start your your email with the, well, title email, the lads. Um, Coming up next is the big fellow with his jukebox. It is. If you want a song playing, you can text double eight double four zero. start your message with the word Scouse, then put your song request on, and Rod will put it on for you. You can also email in again at studio at liverpoolabradio.com. I forgot the email, I forget the email address. Well, you can call on 015-1600-100 and leave a message on option six, and please, somebody do request the Backstreet Boys for me on Rod's show. I would love that dearly. You can also press option two and speak to him direct if he's on here. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, if you do need any help or guidance with any um, mental health issues, you can contact the show sponsors, Talk Liverpool, search for the Samaritans or Google. Yeah. We'll have some good helpful tips and yeah, advice. Yeah, something. Right, we will be back next week at 6 o'clock if we haven't been sacked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we won't have done Les will save us, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> Thanks very much, Les. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Dickie Min. Thanks, the lads. Thank Thank you. you. We will catch you next week at six. And bye-bye. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. Liverpool!